laughing, you're dumb with Vinny and Hessie. Yeah. All right, what's up, y'all? We are back, uh, flapping your gums. This is, uh, well, we're just we got us a new guest. A little, a little person is is uh, coming on to help out with some uh, some of our podcasting stuff, some YouTube stuff. Got some new equipment. Uh, finally got a mixer, so I'm pretty stoked about that. So that's cool. Uh, so let's introduce. Why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Hi, I'm Alexa. Alexa, Alexa, who? Hessie. <laughs> so, yeah. In case you're uh, wondering, this is my daughter. So, uh, hello, daughter. Hi. Uh, what's today? Today's Christmas. It is. It's Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, how was it? It was awesome. It was good. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, it's not over yet. Well, yeah, we're yeah we're still halfway in. We're halfway, I guess halfway, halfway in. So, uh, we we don't really set a rule, but we do ask Alexa not to wake us up before seven. <laughs> Is that the rule? Is that what we try to go for? <laughs> that's what we that's what we shoot for, anyways. Yeah. Uh, but that also does not mean that that's just how we made it. <laughs> Although I will say that you did do good. You, uh, I think it was like 6.55 is when you came in and woke us up. Yeah. So that's pretty good. What time did you get up at? I got up at 6.25 and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I waited and told myself, I'm going to wake him up at 6.45. And then I extended it for your guys' sleep to 6.50. Oh, and we're, we're very thankful for that <laughs> extended a whole uh, ten five, minutes. Five minutes. All right, five minutes. Five minutes is good. I think mom was probably already awake. So. Yeah, she said she woke up at six thirty. Oh yeah, so she most certainly was awake. Well, uh, did you get what you wanted? Yes. Yeah, Santa yeah. came, dropped off all the goods, all the, all the, uh, all the stuff you wanted, asked for, needed, needed. Did you need stuff? Not technically needed, but it's wanted. Christmas, huh? So it's more like a want. Yeah. Get your wanted. Get your Christmas wants out. Christmas list. Is yeah. A want list. <laughs> what uh, What did you have last week? Uh, last weekend. Was did you have Nutcracker? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? How'd the Nutcracker go? It so, went pretty well. So for the listeners, we've talked about you on here before. Uh, it was. We've talked about you being a ballerina. Yes. So Alexa had a few parts. This one. I did. And how? Let's. Why don't you tell? Why don't you tell everybody about it? Okay. Well, um, a few of the parts I had was opening. So, well, actually, first there's party scene, which is where like um, Clara and her mom, and we're all having like a Christmas kind of party themed. Um, and then we have Aunt Drossemeyer. It's usually Drossemeyer is a guy, but this time it was a girl. Um, so Aunt Drossemeyer. And it was about, like, Clara gave her, like, a, a Nutcracker doll and stuff. It was super... That, that one's always fun. Um, I got my favorite dress that I wanted to wear, 
square, which was super awesome. And then we go into opening where what color was your dress? it was yellow. So I guess it's not really like Christmas themed, but it's really pretty. <laughs> I think I think you're okay to wear yellow because the nutcracker is uh, a Christmas thing. Yeah. Um, and then opening is where she goes into like the the land of the sweets. Just keep talking. Um, and she like goes into like a dream almost, and then you're, she's like dancing with all like the um, different like different candies and stuff, and that's like where all the other dance different dances come in. So opening is where we get to go and uh, bow to the Sugar Plum Fairy, which um, is the, the the queen of the sweets almost. Um, and then we got to everyone, all the, like there's different, like you had candy canes and you had Chinese and you had all the different kind of sweets and dances going bow to her. And like, be like, okay, we're gonna dance for you. And then, um, so that's one of the parts that I was also in. That's the second part I was in. Um, and then I was in a few other parts. I was in, um, I was in Chinese, uh, Chinese herb tea. I was in candy canes with like the big hula hoops that are formed to look like a candy cane. Um, and then I was in, I was in waltz, waltz of the flowers. Um, which is honestly like my favorite dance that I was in this year. It was super fun. I loved it. Uh, and then I was in finale, which uh, is where it's like the end of the show, obviously. And so everyone goes and they're like dancing around with each other. And then um, the Nutcracker and Clara say goodbye to everyone. Um, and then, yeah, that's it. That's, that's Nutcracker in a, in a rap. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of prep going into the Nutcracker. Three months. Three months. And I think you were there, you had Mondays off, Tuesdays off for a little bit till the end, and then it was Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah. That's pretty intense. Well, good. Yeah, and you did a great job. It was awesome. Thank you. Um, anything else you have about the Nutcracker? Well, then you guys go party at Jerry's or something afterwards? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did. We went to Jerry's. You found out it wasn't as cool as you thought it was going to be? Uh, yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. They ran out of... We got there at, like... So, company, which is um, that you can audition for for, like, all the different parts, well, company has to stay over and clean up the stage because we don't do it, obviously, at the dance studio. And the parents. Um, yeah, and the parents because yeah, they're yeah, big and buff. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, and so all the company has to stay and then we all bring it back to the dance studio, which takes like forty five minutes in itself. Um, but then we got over at Jerry's at like ten o'clock <laughs> around like yeah. nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah. yeah, something like that. And then um Obviously, it's late, so um, they were out of fries and ice cream, so you couldn't get, like, a milkshake or anything. Um, but I did have a burger, and it was really good. I think the bummer part of that was, is I, I believe they probably still had ice cream. They just had turned the machine off. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, because how do you run out of ice cream? That's a sad deal. The lady was, she was rough. It was She, she was, was all by herself. Working. So that was 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So what do you got? Uh, Christmas Day, we did presents and stuff this morning. Had uh, breakfast, all that fun, good stuff. And then uh, what do we do? What do you got coming up? What are we going to do this afternoon? We go over to somebody's house named Tim and Mickey. That's uh, that's mom's sister's family, huh? Well, her her husband's family. Yeah. So yeah, so that we got invited over there because they probably just felt bad for us because we just sit at home, the three of us, and <laughs> do it that way, huh? Yeah, but it's super fun. It's always fun. We do a little. I don't know if you know this game, but you take like a bunch of stuff and you saran. Right? It is a saran wrap. It is saran yeah. wrap. Yep. You saran wrap it, and it's a ball, and you take oven mitts, and you have the ball, and you have two dice, and the person is rolling the dice, and you're trying to unwrap the thing to get the gifts out of it, because there's gifts inside uh, the saran wrap. And then if they roll doubles, then you have to pass it to them and the mittens, and the next person tries to roll more doubles, and on and on and on. Right, so it's layers. So they put a gift, they wrap it with cellophane, put another something special, candy. I think you guys have money. Yeah, there's like gift cards and stuff. Gift cards, and so they just, as you, each, you just start wrapping this layer of saran wrap. So there's, and then there's, they're trying to do it with the mutton, the mittens. Yeah. The person's rolling dice, and then once they hit it, you can't pick any more of the cellophane off, right? Then you have to pass it. Yeah, you have to right. pass it. And you you try, sometimes it's hard, you try to get the layers, not tear it. It's hard not to tear it because sometimes you actually, like, you have a spot, but it's not the layer, so you're tearing at it. But then after you tear at it, then you find the layer, which you're not really supposed to do, but... <laughs> and then you get all savage at it. Yeah. You're supposed to just be peeling it. Yeah, everybody wants to get because then you can cut. Does it start to be where you can kind of start to see them? Yeah, you can. And when you get to a point, you can see them. Yeah, and then that's when you start ripping at it, trying to get it. So the next, so you don't want you take that gift card or that cash money, you know? Yeah. All right. To Starbucks. Let's <laughs> get that frappuccino. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what else you got? Are we good? You think yeah. that's good? That's a good little. Starter for you, little yeah. guest. We're gonna have a little, a little guest speaker here, ah. testing our equipment. All right. Well, thanks, kid. We're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna get on the next guest, uh, and then we'll go from there. Uh, I'm gonna bring on a buddy that's gonna come on and do a do a show. Step in on the show for the rest of the time. Okay. So thanks for coming in and seeing me. Yeah. See you. Right. See you. No. Too much. It's too much. Ooh, what? I'm big and buff. Oh my gosh, you're so big and buff. I'm so big and buff. Mine's so much higher than yours. <laughs> this is like me sounding like a boy. Like if I was a boy, mm. this is what I'd sound like. Sound like Paige Green. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You're just saying? I like that. I like that one. I know, but when Paige goes, when you know when she gets all doing yeah. thing. And I don't care about the Christmas, I don't need the Christmas tree.
What's up, guys? So this is uh, flapping your gums, but it's not the normal. Uh, we got a guest speaker on, so I'm Hesse, and this is... I'm Wes. Wes, here we go. So uh, we brought Wes on. Uh, Vinny's, who knows what he's doing. I think he's he's out touring the ocean. Dude, he's a pirate. That's right. I don't know what kind of pirate. There's like, there's some dirty pirates, huh? There's like, some dirty pirates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do they call I th- I think he'll... Uh... If he keeps that beard paint from last week, I, th- I think he'll fit the bill, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I hopefully took it with him. So, Vinny, hopefully you took your white beard paint with you <laughs> so you could go go out on the out on the seas. Santa Pirate. Yeah, so he's out there on a cruise. Uh, so we're just continuing on without him. Uh, so you listened to the Christmas episode, uh, and Vinny was all dressed up. So I kind of – I had a couple uh, – well, we had some uh, comments. We had some comments on uh, YouTube and stuff. So uh, it has to do with the movies. Oh, yeah. So we had talked about on the last episode the, you know, Die Hard movie. So we had a couple a couple people comment and stuff on uh, YouTube. And they were talking about, first of all, I get the Santa Claus. Lee, shout out Lee and Tori. What's up, guys? Shout out. Uh, they know on the uh die hard movie being christmas oh yeah so do you agree with that i think it is i also like your take of first blood rambo yeah that's a new i'm in in on it (laughs) i am so in i've seen the rambo series probably four times now i'm adding it to the list yeah it's a it's a yearly occurrence now. i didn't even know uh first blood was a christmas one and when we started when i started looking at like christmas movies and kind of putting in my notes stuff for, for doing the podcast, somebody out of random. I mean, I've never even thought of it to be, but there was in the, the time he's in the, uh, he's in the jailhouse, right? The jailhouse. I don't know if it's like right there before he, before they hose him down or like right when he gets arrested or something. I, it makes me want to watch it again for sure. It's been a long, it's been years. It'll probably happen at some oh, yeah. point this weekend. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So there's like Christmas tree and like some presents and stuff. So, it, so they, they, they say, negative on the uh die hard being a christmas movie which i agree i i think it's in the time frame of you know so it's not actually a christmas movie it's just happening during the season exactly well i mean you kind of like what are your prerequisites well i mean you gotta have santa claus in there i feel like yeah okay or or presents i mean are you are you in uh, the world of if there is a christmas tree in the movie is it in the category no you need more than that yeah, that's just during season time. So it's got to be more than just the season. Yeah, you got to be handing out presents. Okay. Maybe a naughty nice list. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's quite a few there's quite a few things that make a Christmas movie, and Die Hard has none of those. Okay, fair right. enough. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so, I wouldn't say the theme of the movie's uh, Christmas esque. Not very cheery. Outside of <laughs> outside of the time of year, yeah, you're 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 pretty correct. I mean, like. You put it up against something like Elf. Yeah, not even close. Far different. Yeah. 
Well, they, like Tori and Lee were about uh, the movie Santa Claus with Tim Allen. So Love that it. was that was Lee's. I think that just kind of shows his age, <laughs> like the Tim Allen era. Yeah. Or like the what's that show we played on where he's like a handyman, Home Improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, he probably loved that show. Hundred percent. He's not very handy, but he probably liked watching. Yeah. Somebody be handy. You know. There's 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 few Christmas movies that are going to get by Jim Carrey's The Grinch though. Okay, so The Grinch, dude. So that guy overacts for sure. Hundred percent. And it's amazing. But if you're going to be The Grinch, you have yeah. to overact. There's oh, yeah. For sure. One hundred percent. Have yeah. you ever seen uh, Liar Liar? With him, He's Jim Carrey, and he can't lie. Yeah, and at the end, the spoof, the the other lady, the redhead lady that was Laura, she's like, "Over oh, <laughs> like on the spoof." Yeah, and he's like, "What? What? Yes, yeah, man, too, for sure, dude." Yeah. So, that, so they talked about the Santa Claus one. So they both were agreeing on that, which I I think he does really well. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's cool. I wanted to hit you up about the movies because yeah. they had commented, so I wanted to kind of. I'm I'm like, all all in on Rambo though, dude. I think it's amazing. I think good. I think it's right there with the Die Hard thing. You can't really say it's a Christmas movie. I mean, a lot of people probably could argue because I know there's like a a huge thing that they argue that uh, that Die Hard is. But I oh, there's know. a huge. Are you going to watch those two movies on Christmas now, though? So, you know, did did you hear when I asked Danny? Because he's like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. Go, oh, he last agrees. Time watched on Christmas. He's like, never. Uh, see, yeah. Are you so, going to now? Though, is no, the question. No. I might. No, I mean, I'm going to watch Rambo, but it's probably going to be in the next day or two. Because yeah. they're coming in the New Year's. And so I got some time off, I'm yeah. sure. So so Wes does too, but we'll get into that part of it. So here, so moving, so that's perfect time. That moves us into our movies. It's New Year's. So uh, I was going to hit you up. Um, what, what do you got going for the New Year? That's this. So for the listeners, uh, this will be... Let's see. What's uh, I'll be putting it out. I probably guess the, I'll probably maybe I'll just put it out first. Let's do a new. This would be like a New Year's edition Monday. So I'll put it out Monday instead of Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll do it Monday. So this is actual New Year's when this will be coming out. So Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year's. Yeah. You know, twenty twenty four, dude. How it's weird. Fast did it get here? Yeah, it's weird to me that in a year we'll be the same distance from twenty fifty as we were to two K. Oh. That's a weird thing to think about. Yeah, I never even thought about that. That's mind blowing. Twenty five. Just think away. about that. But yeah, right I mean, uh, we're right in the middle. I feel like the years since we've gotten past twenty twenty have been getting slightly better each year. So hopefully, the best one yet. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're breathing, right? Yeah. God bless everybody. Amen, brother. Yeah. God gave us another day, another month, another year, another minute. So that's right. Amen to that. I love it. Yeah. Happy New Year's, everybody. Yeah, dude, that's rad. You got any resolutions? I love resolutions, everybody. I don't necessarily do them, but I would like to hear if you do. Um, I think there's a few things that I could uh, stay more organized at work, probably. Okay. I've got 150-some-odd students so, this year. Right, we're right there. I don't want to get yeah. off on a squirrel hole, but uh, what do you do? Uh, I'm a full-time teacher now. Yeah. I teach uh, exercise science and nutrition at the high school level, juniors and seniors. Um, and then I, I coach at the high school too. I coach football and wrestling. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of kids, a lot of responsibility, over 150 of them in, in my class this year. It's kind of easy to get a little off organization wise, but 
Uh, I've been doing pretty well, but I think there's some habits I can throw in to make it a little easier. I think anybody can really do that in anything, but... Uh, so you mean like organized, like getting scheduling stuff, or as you go and look at your desk and there's like old rotten apples, <laughs> a bunch of paper and all kinds of stuff? Probably a little bit of both. I mean, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest... kids bring you apples, teacher, teacher stuff? Dude, I'll tell you what. Before Christmas break... My kids throw down on snacks. Okay. I get a lot of stuff from yeah. the kids. I mean, like gift cards, candies, treats, homemade stuff. It's awesome. Uh, I mean, we're off for two weeks, so when I go back, a lot of that stuff will still be sitting on the desk. But oh, you just left her there? Some of it, yeah. yeah you don't want to take it home. Some that's, of it. That's but, a lot of stuff. But it's yeah, bulking season, though, right? Uh, yeah. time. It's winter. Yeah. It's not time to get too lean. But You don't have any resolution, like getting bigger arms or something? I don't know if I can get much bigger, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm surprised this wide-angle lens really you fits. You really had to back the camera. You had to. Not for his arm. I don't know if you could tell, guys, but you're about 19 feet away. <laughs> it's like when you're shooting the picture of the deer, yeah. the guy's like, move back. Get behind it. You know, yeah. behind it, not even touching it. You're like, bro, everybody knows. It's, right. it's a forky. It's like binoculars. Make it look like an elephant. <laughs> it's like binoculars. We had to turn the wide-angle lens yeah, around. So flip them around. Yeah. Just so Wes's head could fit it. I mean, his arms could oh, fit yeah, in here. Yeah. Yeah. Head too. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't really, I don't know. I don't, I don't know really. I think when you've been, because like for us, we do fitness and yeah. we do it all year round. So it's like, really, where do you, where do you come into it as like a new year's resolution is you know a lot of people's yeah. fitness a lot of people's eating better but i feel like for us it's like we do that we we automatically go to eating better after the holidays like 100%. during the holidays i don't really worry about what i'm eating so much i mean i it's funny because i still consciously think about it yeah and i'm like i don't need to eat that much of that or i shouldn't be eating that but i but there's no way there's i, I know people that uh at work and stuff in these different offices that we go to uh, they'll be like, oh yeah, we're, we're, we have a potluck, but there's a bunch of us that are doing, or we're, we're doing dieting or over the holidays. Yeah. I'm no, just wait. like, why, why would you start? Then? No. That is dumb. Yeah. I mean like the holidays is kind of our one time of year, I think to not focus on dieting. Yes. It is definitely yeah. like you get a cheat, you get a break, you do it for 10 months. And yeah. You, you get, get a, a three week break. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like the whole resolution thing I think is kind of built around big changes in your life. And I feel like I, both of us really like habit wise are pretty solid. Yeah. So little things like, I don't know, setting deadlines for myself at work that are earlier than they would have been before the new year would probably be pretty good. I can implement those things, but not a whole lot of big changes really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have, like you said, I mean, get closer to God. I like that one. Oh yeah, I always try to do that because it's ever every day, every changing, every growth, which just helps me throughout the whole year. You know, he's always there for it. So I feel like it's not like a resolution, but it's just like, hey, let's let's stick to it. Yeah. Let's stay going. Yeah. So I like I like I kind of like that way. I love it. Um. All right, then. Uh, so let's just kind of let's get some background on Wes here. Yeah. Um. We can probably just start. I don't know. We don't really have to start when you were getting waste, you know, getting splattered on the wall as before a kid. But let's think about. Jeez. <laughs> let's let's talk about like oh, you know, man. when you as growing up as a kid. I guess like where did you uh, did you grow up in Nevada your whole life? Yeah. So I think my family's. I'm probably 
fourth or fifth generation Nevadan, so we've been here a long time. Okay. Uh, my family's primarily from eastern Nevada, so if anybody knows, like Battle Mountain, Ely, Elko, those areas. Uh, and then shortly before my family had me, they moved into Reno, and that's kind of where I was born and raised. Um, but it's kind of nice, like, moving to a bigger city, not a big city by any means, but kind of with that background of blue-collar, small-town uh, I mean, it was kind of nice still having that background and that backbone to our family, blue collar, kind of hardworking people in a, in a big city, you yeah. know? Uh, so I feel kind of blessed for that. Um, but yeah, just growing up, I mean, to be honest with you, like life pretty much revolved around sports when I was a kid, school and sports, uh, prior to middle school. I mean, it was like football, baseball, basketball, track. So year round. you were that way. You did that stuff in like elementary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like so I you started guys had like the, the little league program stuff. Oh yeah. So Wes is a City pup. Leagues. Wes is a pup when I'm it comes to age. He's young. When, it, well, I guess it depends on who you're comparing it to, but definitely compared to me, he is a lot younger. Yeah. I, uh, my body's young, but I like to say my knees are about your, twice my age. Your knees are as old. Your knees are my age. Yeah. So I wonder what mine are. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we need to get into that. We don't even want to talk about it. If your knees are my age, oh, man, my poor knees, dude. Yeah. Uh-oh. They're probably really old. At least the one for sure. Um, yeah, so when we went, when I was growing up, uh, I was in a little smaller town. So sports were big, but it was like uh, when we were in like junior, not junior high, when we were middle school, uh, we didn't have like the, the small sports programs, they didn't really start taking off just because of my age. Yeah. Until I think when I was a, a freshman in high school. Um, so it I started it in high school. The first year, the first year I was a freshman in high school. And I think that was the, the year they started to do like the little leagues. Oh, that's interesting. So like, if you were in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, that's what our middle school was. Right. And you were a freshman in ninth. And so they started, then started doing this, the sports. Yeah. I think we had sports. like uh, Babe Ruth uh, baseball. Yeah. So we had Babe Ruth in middle school. I played baseball and football from probably the time I was five. Okay. I mean, real young. And yeah. I went right into like tackle football, all of it. Yeah. We did uh, straight in. We did. We did it on our own. Yeah. Uh, but, and this is not politically correct, and I apologize, but we used to play, and all the older people that know, we used to play Samantha Queer. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. Many, I got many a write ups on the playground for that, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you would, I, my, I remember we would get in trouble for it because not necessarily so much as of, of fighting, but like kids would get hurt. Oh, yeah. It was basically like rugby without headgear. Oh yeah, or control. And there were no teams. It's just if you have the football, yeah, you're going down. Yeah, everybody's tag. Well, I mean, and then even as we moved into, we would say, let's go play that, and then we'd go out there, and we would still okay. There would be fourteen of us or whatever, so we would go seven on seven. Yeah. So then you'd start. We were playing actual football, not it was full on tackle. Oh I yeah. Mean, it was everybody was. I mean, I remember just. But like even my mom dude, would get so mad because I'd come home and just have all like beat up and scraped shirts. Oh yeah, stuff. my mom used to get. She didn't really care about me. 
shoes would last about two weeks. Yeah, like my body, mom was like, whatever. Yeah. But You're young. clothes. Oh, bad. Oh, she was mad. It's pricey. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Back to the DI. Yeah, yeah. You know, back to the thrift store. Send it on over to, to Big Five. Get some more yeah, shoes. Yeah, we wouldn't get new stuff. We had to go over to the old uh, DI, which is like Desert Industries, like yeah. where people donate stuff. Kind of the thrift, like the thrift stores here. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I remember it, it was just, it was crazy. And then, uh, so yeah, then we went into sports. So, so you went into, you were in little league stuff through your, well, some people call it junior high, middle school. Yeah. Whatever so it is. Middle school for us was, elementary was one through six, and then seven, eight was middle school for, for when I was growing up in real. When your freshman year, you were? Ninth. Okay. So same yeah. as ours. Yeah. Okay. So then you went to, you went through a little, you did all your sports stuff, but then you went into high school. Yeah, Were so a kid in high school. No, I mean, still not. Now I'm. I mean, obviously, I'm pretty large now. <laughs> but uh, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm a good six five. I'm a tall drink of water. It's for sure. He's a big dude. Yeah. He's a big dude. No, I'm a yeah. skosh over six one if I'm lucky. Yeah. But uh, no, in, in all the way through elementary, middle school, and then my first two years of high school, I was actually like normally the smallest kid in my class in in the school usually. Uh, and then my junior year of high school, just something happened. Mm-hmm. Parents started feeding me something yeah. and I that, shot that up. I mean, painful. Oh, it was the most painful year. Yeah. Heels were hurting every night. Knees were hurting. They still do. But I wonder if that's like a thing. Cause I know, I don't know. I, so comment in listeners and stuff, smaller people, I should say. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess that's, that's the new thing too. You can't say like midget. No, and dwarf and it's small right. people. So yeah. I'm just saying, smaller stature. I mean, small people could comment too. Under listening to those, but I want to know if five, like ten? people went through that same thing. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I, it's funny because it's like a mirror thing of what you're saying. I went through. So oh, yeah, as there was girls taller than I was when I was in eighth grade freshman year, uh, sophomore year, I kind of started to get a little bit. Uh, in some size, but nothing. I still, I started to get taller, but I was still skinny. Oh, yeah. But then, like, coming off my sophomore year into my junior year is the same way. Exactly. Like, the growth pains were ridiculous. Like, knees hurt. My heels, like, my brothers used to say, because I had, they, they have a growth plate in there. Yeah. So, it feels bruised when it's growing. And so, when I would run, it would hurt so bad. And they're, they, they, I couldn't even run fast. It was like I was pulling a piano. So, they'd be like, dude, it looks like you're couldn't, pulling a piano. Couldn't run fast? Yeah, I couldn't. At the time, still because of my heels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was growing. So then I started getting faster and stronger and bigger. Yeah. But the same thing that grow. I think I grew like six, seven inches or something stupid in the summer. Yeah, it was unreal. All I did was eat, sleep, hurt, and work out. Hundred percent. But I, I want to. You guys comment in. I want to know. Uh, I would like to say short, short stature. Smaller builds. Yeah. Is that, I mean, is that a normal experience? I mean, it was yeah. pretty bad. Like, I remember being carried off the field some days with, like, my heels hurt so bad. Yeah. That's, um, I had the same Just thing. brutal. I had to put, like, foot pads. I had to get these special yeah. sole insoles put oh, in yeah. there for cushioning. I couldn't wear the cleats that had the two. I had to do, like, molded. Oh, yeah. So that they didn't have the two spikes sitting right into your heel. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, I wonder if you guys had to go through the same thing or if it's just something that, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not... It's funny because like when I'm around, like people like you and I are around, and so like I don't ever think that I'm a large person, right? And so I'm around everybody else, right? And then it's like, okay, you know, 
six over six foot and stuff like that seems to be taller version of people now. Yeah. I mean, there's sure. still huge people farther than us, but yeah. So comment in, uh, let us know if you did have to go through those excruciating aching Man, I hope not. and a lot of sleep. I, I ate a lot more. Oh yeah. I remember when I first, like my junior year of high school, you could have lost me between the lines in the football field. I was so skinny. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I was probably, uh, I mean, I had gotten up to six foot real quick and then I probably weighed 165, 175 yeah. maybe. Um, and just nothing on me. I don't, I don't think I got to that uh, until the end of my junior year. And then uh, probably my senior year was my biggest at like yeah. 190. Yeah. I left high school at 185. Yeah. So uh, we were yeah. pretty close. I just kept growing. Because then I ate, like, I grew out of my hair. So that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think if I would have stayed 6'6", six, six, I might have hair like you got. You might have kept it. I might have that so, hair like that, bro. Really. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, well. A couple more inches and it was gone. It's gone. That's where it stayed. Because it did. It still comes up. So you grew it out of the hair. To, yeah. It comes up to the side right here. But then that last couple inches is yeah. gone. So there's a certain inch length that it just yeah. doesn't go above. 100%. So I, th I feel like that's what it was. It's like the white cat mountains except <laughs> the bald cat messy. Yeah, that's what it is for sure. <laughs> So I feel like if I had that couple inches shorter, that white that hair would be up there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, I don't know. It's, I think it's okay. I, I think it's science, but yeah, somebody else could look it up. I Prove agree. me wrong, basically. Yeah. Okay, so you went through, then you got into high school. You got big, you got strong. Yeah, and uh, you started getting after it for football. Yeah, I mean, the weird thing is, um, so like sports was always the big deal. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up having like the most success in football. Strangely enough, like I think I was a much better baseball player than I was a football player. Okay. Interestingly. Um, but like just my enjoyment of the sports, like football just had my heart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it kind of turned into later on in high school, like any time off in the school year that we had was dedicated to camps, workouts, traveling to other schools, visiting colleges. Uh, it kind of, like towards the end of my high school career, it sort of became the focus of like where my life was going to go was almost what can I do to get myself to the next level? Um, early in high school, I was just tiny, kind of unathletic, not strong, was never in the picture. But yeah, towards the end of high school, like sports kind of became the thing. Um, so that's when that, that's when you started really. So did you turn gears and like still play baseball your senior year? Yeah, but I, focus more on football and getting stronger, faster. Yeah, I I still played baseball all the way through high school, but um, like in the summer, if we were in summer baseball, baseball in high school nowadays goes all year. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like our high school summer team plays like eighty some games over the summer. It's unbelievable, but yeah. like it turned into a thing where if I had a camp. Uh, like, for example, I had a camp at Washington University. Uh, we had a couple of baseball games that weekend. I would end up going to the to the camp for football in place of that. But, uh, yeah, it just became what I focused on. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Where did you go to high school? Uh, I went to Bishop Minogue's in Reno, a private Catholic school, um, which is kind of cool. Like, having faith kind of built into my education as a kid was, was good. Yeah. Uh, as a Christian, it's I mean, it was pretty cool. Um, getting a good knowledge of, of like scripture and things like that. 
feel pretty blessed for it. Um, and then like now in the working place, being back there, cause I'm working at the same high school I graduated from, like being involved in faith life is, yeah. man, it's great. No one, no one who yeah. gave you what you got. Exactly. Yeah. It's, cool. it's, it's pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, I went to Bishop Minogue, um, all four years, loved it. Um, you played basketball? No. Did you wrestle? Uh, I didn't wrestle, but family members of mine were, were very big into wrestling. wrestling. So I'm the wrestling coach now. I never wrestled competitively. But I've seen it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on the work ethic and stuff. Right. You got a good work ethic. Coaching. Right, right. You're good at coaching. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't. Uh, it's funny because I, I played, I used to play church ball and stuff, basketball. Yeah. But I never played like, uh, I don't even know what the, what's the word I'm looking for, where it's uh, controlled or whatever, you know, what do uh, they call like, like, the high school teams or yeah, whatever, whatever yeah. they call it now. City leagues or whatever. Stuff like that. I didn't yeah. ever do any of that. I just played church ball. So then, like, my buddies were like, oh, you should play basketball. Try out for the team. Yeah. And then with the kind of being a smaller town, like I was a, a football player, I started getting better at football. Yeah. And then my junior year, I tried out for the basketball team because I had gotten bigger, I taller, but the wrestling coach wanted me to wrestle. Did you wrestle? No. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> uh, I wanted to see about the first thing I wanted to do was he hit me up was like hey you want to wrestle and I was like uh, uh I'm trying out for the basketball team yeah because I was like well I got to wear one of them onesies oh yeah and he's like yeah you got to wear a singlet and I'm like oh, oh yeah and that. it's it's skin tight yeah I ain't doing that yeah either. It's probably the least enticing sport that's ever been created. Yeah, dude. For I high school kids. Where that? Is that so they can't grab it? Uh, <laughs> like um, the suit, you know what I mean? Like, I think part of it is like one of the things in wrestling is, is like taking away advantages to other people. So like they don't have the ability to grab onto something. Yeah. Grab your suit. Right. Just, yeah. Just your ham hanging. Just my free palm just stuffed down in my <laughs> pants. I, I wasn't going to wear one anyway. You know, I was right. like. No, I ain't doing it. And I, oh, yeah. But then it was like, okay, if I try out for the basketball team, I told him he hounded me and hounded me. Coach Thompson was his name. Couldn't do it. And he's like, uh, I said, if I don't make the basketball team, then I will try out. I'll try out for yeah. us. And made so the basketball I was like, dear Lord, please help me. Because <laughs> I do not want to wrestle. I wasn't mind wrestling. Like I used to wait if they had the mats out, yeah, during yeah. P or whatever. I remember our heavyweight came in, and I was like, in high school, I was all about like staying clean, smelled good. Like I would shower oh, yeah. after P. Wrestling's not the sport. Foo foo it up and all yeah. that stuff. And then, but I remember our heavyweight came out, and he was this <laughs> big old dude, sweaty, slippery. Oh, came yeah. up behind me because the mats were all rolled out. They're ready for the matches that night. P was over. I'm sitting up on the on the uh, bleachers, you know, talking to the ladies or whatever. And this just fat, stinky dude rolls up. And, you know, he's just immature because he's just way bigger than he should be in high school. Yeah. That's why he's a heavyweight. And then uh, he, uh, like, grabbed a hold of behind me because he's like, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Like, want just to be involved with the <laughs> girls that are around. He's a dork. Yeah. And I got so mad at him that... Because we were sitting on the lower one, so my feet were on the mats, you know, or were right by the mats. Yeah. And then he goes and does that behind me. And, dude, we end up hitting the mats. Like, I'm grabbing him. He's trying to wrestle me to the ground, and he's just sweating. And oh, he's yeah. Smelling. And I'm all clean. And and I was so mad. And so 
I mean, I didn't do anything like wrestling move. I don't know what's cheap, what's what you can't. Right. I basically went like, like uh, MMA oh. on. Him. Oh yeah. So I was, I bull rushed him to the ground and just started going on top of him and started like <laughs> shoving my elbow in his throat and stuff. I mean, just like stuff that was probably, I'm um, for sure not legal. Right. He started it, but I whipped his ass. I know that, and I was because dude, he made me so mad, bro. <laughs> it was because he smelled, but. I ended up making the basketball team. Oh, good. For Yeah, I was super excited. I almost did. They're like, oh, we almost cut you. We didn't know who you were. I was like, who's that? What's the that excitement team? came from not wrestling, though. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I was like, oh. Now that I made the basketball team, I was like, oh, thank you, dear Jesus. Do not have to wrestle. Onesies <laughs> and wrestle dudes. We had a couple of chicks, too. Some Indian chicks would get on there. Yeah. Never wrestled. I don't know. That's scary, too. We had a state champ wrestler last year. A girl. Female. Super what good. weight? Uh, one forty-five. No kidding. Beast, yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Stud, yeah. Chicks, dude. There's some strong chicks out there for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Some of them scare me. I don't know. They're probably biters. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, I want to know. I don't want to find out. I'm not testing yeah. the waters. I know. I need to get some different chairs if we're gonna be doing this more. These aren't very comfortable. That's all right. I'm gonna get some like beanbag chairs or something. Or, yeah. Like, some Extra wides. Oh, yeah. We've got to get some thick yeah. ones for this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, you're in high school camps. You got, you're like 185, 190 through senior year. You guys do a lot of weightlifting? Yeah. So, my uh, high school weights coach, his name was Ken Cass. Me and him are still very tight to this day. But, like, the weight room was kind of like my sanctuary growing up. Yeah. My dad was real big into it. So, I always kind of thought it was really cool with him doing it a lot. Um but yeah, like the weight room was kind of my like sanctuary. I think that's part of the reason why I got so lucky with injuries. Just was injury free my kind of my whole athletic career. I had a few here and there that weren't very serious, but I think it was because I took the weight room so seriously. Yeah. Um, it just kinda helped me on the field. But agreed. Weightlifting yeah. was really big for sure. That's where uh when I started into basketball. I had, I had been lifting weights, you know what I mean? Like I was, but I wasn't super strong by any means. Right. And then, uh, we got a new coach. He was assistant coach when I was a sophomore, coming sophomore or junior year. And then he got the head coach. The only man I've ever been scared of. That guy. That guy. Coach yeah. Cruciansi. Oh yeah. Shout out brother. If you ever listened to his coach, uh, yeah, he's a stud, but he was just like, he was somebody that would literally if you did something disrespectful or mouthed off or something like that, that I think he would beat you to a pulp and knowingly that he was going to prison <laughs> and would still do it. He needed to get the respect. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. He, I mean, during practice, he'd be like, listen, boys, you don't get this shit right. <laughs> I got keys. We'll turn the lights on. And my wife knows where I'm at. And my dinner will be sitting in the oven. Oh, yeah. And so we'd be out there. He'd flip the lights on and be we'd be three, four, five hours. In oh, yeah. Order. And we'd all, and he knew we'd all just start getting after each other and make us do it. But I remember watching him. He would get so hyped up that we were coming. He got, it, it was it was a big game, whatever it was. We were coming out of halftime. We were leading, and he was getting us amped up. And he his thing was, if you were on the sideline, you always wore a helmet. Yeah. It never came off unless it had to get fixed or what right. it had to do. When you so as soon as you came out of the locker room, you you were helmeted. Didn't have to be strapped up or nothing, but you needed to have it. And I remember one of the dudes rolling out and he's smacking people on the helmet that like if you ain't ready, 
you might there were some there were some smaller kids that got to dress out that were coming out. I they, they, a little couple of them almost hit the ground. Like they would come out of oh, it. Yeah. You'd watch them as they're you know you're going down the line. Yeah, yeah. And he's whomping these dudes. <laughs> some of them are getting out of line. Like he's hitting them hard. He's he gets amped. And this dude was like, I mean he he was he had like some of the Samoan and Tongan guys that he played uh, football with in college. As he went pro. Uh, there's a whole story behind that, but. Uh, they would come and be like, oh okay. yeah. And the, his actual name was Clint Christians. So they'd call him. Clint would just get stronger throughout the game. So like <laughs> he was just a beast. Like yeah. Fourth quarter, he was the strongest of all of us, the meanest of all of us. So here he is just amped up. Sm- I mean, he benched 475. Like that's, was wrecked it. That's crazy. He has no neck. He had the biggest legs I've ever seen. <laughs> he was nuts. And so he's smacking everybody on the helmet. And one of the dudes is running out, one of our like linebackers or line, I don't remember who it was. I remember who it was. I don't remember what position he played. Kind of washed out. Um, dude, and he, he, Coach Richards was just smacking helmets, and he comes running out and just smacks him in the side of the head. Put no <laughs> helmet on. Dude, I thought he was going to pass. I thought he knocked him out. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was concussed. It's one way to get your mind right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so he was, he was a stud. So then we started lifting weights. But I got more hurt in basketball than football than I did in football. Football, like I broke my pinky, got st- I was stiff arming a dude, and into yeah. my pinky got stuck in a helmet, and like snapped it up. It was all sticking straight up. Yeah, so I just rolled rolled it with a piece of tape. Fingers are fine. Stuck it, stuck yeah. it back in place, and then you know that kind of stuff beat up for sure. Elbows, joint, you know, muscles, bruises, and scrapes oh, yeah. and stuff. Like, but like basketball, blowing ankles. And stuff like that. And it was just my knee. You know, I had to have knee surgery. Yeah. I think going into my senior year. Of high school. And it was due to basketball. Yeah. yeah my ankles, I blow my ankles out left and right. Multiple times. Terrible. Yeah. So I probably got, good that you didn't play basketball. Right. I got pretty lucky. The worst injury I ever had was in college. I was tackling a guy. We were playing San Diego State. Well, that's how we're moving in. So we went through high school. So Wes became a stud football player. Uh, what position did you play in high school? So in high school, um, I was a safety, a running back, and then I was also a specialist. Yeah. So I so I snapped on punts and field goals. So I ended up having like quite a few, like Division two, II, Division three, NAIA offers for running back and safety, and then all of my like big time, I had a a, a list of offers to be a specialist. Okay. Um, in, in at the Division one level. So the special that comes down to long snapping. Snapping, yeah. So line yeah. Um and then, you still gotta be a lineman, you still gotta be explosive, strong, powerful. Right. Because you got now you gotta long snap it and block. Right. Block cover. Yeah. Uh and then the nice thing is ended up working out. I ended up staying home. I had gotten an offer from University of Nevada, um, which is in Reno. Uh and they ended up bringing me on as a um a nickel, a safety, and a specialist. Okay. So I had a, a full year in college of getting to work and, and kind of play with the safeties and linebackers a little bit, which is pretty fun. That is so, cool. Yeah. So you played for UNR how long? All four years. Okay. Um, so you played football four years with UNR. Yeah. Actually went to school, became, and you wanted, when you went to school, you wanted to be a teacher? Is that what you went? No. So I had actually gotten into college and chose my major based around, I wanted to become an athletic trainer. Okay. So like working with athletes and their injuries and things like that. Um, so I majored in kinesiology, exercise science. Pretty fun. Uh, I loved it. A lot of difficult classes, but 
um, it worked out. And then, uh, yeah, I just played ball. I played all four years, started in 50 games. Uh, it was good. Yeah. College no, treated me well. No injuries in college. Just the one. I had a – we were playing San Diego State my freshman year. I went to tackle a guy, and I was pushing up off the floor, kind of like a burpee. Okay. Uh, and then from outside in, some guy rolled into the outside of my elbow. Oh, so the play was over, but people were getting knocked so, and flung around. I had missed the guy. Oh, yeah, of course. I went to tackle. Yeah. didn't happen often. Here it goes. This is the best. I had missed. <laughs> oh, I, I was tripped, I think. Is that what it was? No. Tripped by the grass? No. You know that white line? I just missed. There were so many white lines. Yeah. I tripped on a yeah. white line. They painted one extra yeah, thick, and they, I tripped. That's the painter's fault. Yeah, but I had I started getting up to chase after the guy, and I had got rolled into uh, so I had a, a slight little tear in my, like the Tommy John ligament. Yeah. I had a little tear in there, but put a brace on it, played the rest of the season. And healed up? Yeah. This oh, one. Good. It's good. Dude, I hate watching, like when I watch football, even if it's on a team I don't like, and I really I like or don't like, whatever, but it's like, if I'm, even if I'm going for the other team, I hate seeing, like, oh, when injuries. somebody gets, like that, like a rollover injury. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's like you see a lineman and he's blocking, 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 and then like they're blowing the whistle, and somebody finishes like pushing somebody, and then they oh. fall over and then hit the dude in the back of his leg. It's and you're terrible. Like, oh, yeah. And so it's like you can't. It's almost like you have to continue a hundred percent, like a few like seconds after the whistle blows. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like because I mean you have to, or you're going to get hurt. There's so many plays even where like. If it's an obvious, like the player's down, you won't hear a whistle. Like the play's just over. I've yeah. seen that a bunch. I think a lot of that stuff happens like during that. But yeah, injuries are, I never like seeing it. No, especially it's, when it's like that. Dude. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to see an injury at all, but like you're just like, all this to do trip. Somebody keeps pushing somebody and they fall over. Right. They hit the guy, side swipe his ankle or something, you know, big right. dude, 300 pounds, landed out there. Yeah. So, uh, Okay, so then when you went to high, when you went from high school into college, yeah, you you came into college. I'm sure you did. You ever you weren't redshirted your first year? No, I went right in and started. So for listeners, if you redshirted, then you're basically you can explain. I guess what practice so, squad? Um, a redshirt is you know I mean is a year. It's basically like P squad practice squad for college. Yeah, uh, you're on the roster. You're on the team. You can train with the team, practice with the team, travel with the team. You just cannot play that season. Right. And so, so that doesn't count against you. So if it's right. a four year college, you yeah. still you that's why they have like a fifth year senior. Right. Right. So in the NCAA you get four years to play. Yeah. And that's like so you could end up having two years on the field, you get an injury, and then they medical redshirt you. Okay. You'll sit that third year, and then yeah. you'll play fourth, fifth. You'll get your five, uh, four years four of playing. Years okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. when you came in and you started playing, did uh, we uh, – so I'm sure they had to bulk you up. Oh, yeah. Because you were sitting – what you come in, 190, you said? Uh, I, yeah, I probably stepped on campus a little over 185, I would say. Okay. It was just in, entirely too small. Way yeah. too small. Okay. Um. The interesting thing was all the red shirt freshmen that came in, they stuck those guys on something called a Devo lift, which is a developmental lift, which is just extra volume, um, 
heavier, usually more difficult to catch those freshmen up to the upperclassmen okay. developmentally. Yeah. Um, and it's usually for guys that weren't playing because that week of lifting and Devo lift would usually kind of wreck you. They're pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but I was doing Devo lift while playing. So that they, they could, needed you to get bigger. They could kind of expedite my bigger, faster, stronger. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. But I was severely undersized to be playing Division One football. Yeah. Um, but I was pretty fast, uh, athletic. I survived. Um, so were you undersized but strong? I was pretty strong. Okay. Yeah. I was pretty strong kid. Because he's still so for the listeners, watchers, he's still strong. He's bigger now, but you were a lot bigger. From the pictures that I saw, oh yeah, uh, on those times. But it, I, I feel like it's crazy because when you watch some of the uh, college college stuff now, like when you see some of those, you know, cornerbacks, uh, receivers, and stuff like that, they're not big. They're like they're they're little like they're skinny. Yeah, dudes. I mean they're fast. A lot of it plays too into like the system that they're in. Okay. Like, if if they're playing in a very pro style offense, their receivers could be six four, two fifteen, like big yeah. guys. Yeah. But if you play in a very spread offense like Oregon runs, you're probably gonna see a lot more of like the five ten, five eleven, one seventy, one eighty, and they all run like lightning. Yeah. Right. That's that's what I was saying. Because a lot of them, like, because yeah. I just like compare them to like my size. Because I'm like, dude, when they they'll be like, oh, he's six one. 190 pounds. Right. Or 190. And I'm like, yeah, he's not very big. Right. I mean, I, I mean, but in the sense, though, I guess 6'1", 195 is not small either. When you look at, I mean, when you're looking at, like, people. They're, yeah, they're big people. You know people. what I mean? That's yeah. still a large person. Because you, yeah. you figure, like, the average is, what, 5'10"? Probably 5'10". I'd say. Something like that. You know what I mean? So you have, uh, so I guess then when you're three inches taller 10, 12 pounds heavy, but them guys are, but I'm sure they're super strong. Oh, they're you know what I mean? just athletic yeah. as heck to make it that far, no matter what, uh, to go into, to make it into college, but to go out, to step out of college and go into the pros, regardless of what third string on end of a starter right. is, you have something, uh, that sets you apart. Yeah. There's a difference in that. That's a, that's a big I feel like that's a huge, I mean, you're, you're, I don't know the percentages, I don't have time to look them up, but your percentage yeah. of going from college to NFL is it's tiny. It's, it's, it's tiny. tiny. And it's so yeah. small as it is, there is something that is abnormal about the person that makes it to them. I guess I guess I'd say abnormal. Some, yeah. Something that sets you apart. Same for you. So going on to that, he played four years of college yeah. at UNR. Uh, well, I guess he used to be. University of Nevada, but now it's like University of Reno. So it's it's interesting, like, when you talk about the athletic programs, they go by Nevada. Okay. When you talk about the school, it's Nevada Reno. Okay. And they do that because UNLV, screw the Rebels, I don't like UNLV. Yeah, we don't like them. But. Piss off, wankers. That's right. <laughs> UNLV goes by University of Nevada, Las Vegas. We're Nevada Reno. Okay. There were a few years where UNLV tried to coin Nevada, and we were like, "Uh, uh-uh. yeah, we're that's the we're the state school." Yeah, like that's us. Yeah. Uh, was was it 
was Reno, Nevada there at first? Oh yeah, yeah. by a long time. I mean, I think uh, suck it. I, I think UNLV was a was a junior college, yeah. like long into University of Nevada's like upbringing. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is Vegas. There's is everything. Get out yeah. of here. That's right. But, yeah, was, we don't even want to go there. Right. Uh, okay. So then, um, so when we were talking about that. Uh, the separation from going through college into the NFL. So yeah. now West did go into the NFL. Yep. So bounced around for three years. Yeah. Uh, so let's hear about that. So you yeah. came out of basically you go in. What did you go into the draft or how? Does yeah. That work? So I was a draft eligible eligible player, um, and I had been talking to a few teams that possibly could have drafted me. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't end up working out for me to get drafted. Uh, but the weird thing that happens during the NFL draft is like for the whole three days of the draft, yeah. you are constantly on the phone with teams constantly every day, every hour. Um, so even if you don't get drafted, you know where you're going. Um, so the draft had ended and within 25 minutes, I had already had a team that I was going to sign with. Okay. So um, there are a few like, because they're because the draft is going on, and then there's the guys that are in the back, like the backdoor dudes are working, yeah. working team okay. players and stuff like that. Yeah, offside, working cap space, offside, and, yeah, and whatever's okay. going on. But yeah, so uh, right out of college, ended up signing with Miami with the Dolphins uh, in 2019. I spent the whole off season, preseason with them, got to play in those four games, um, and then like. Four days before game one of the regular season, they cut me. Okay. Um, and then... That's always stressful. Oh, man. Just a constant waiting, just a waiting game where you're just like, oh, I hope, I hope. Or yeah. they give you like a heads up. Uh, you can kind of tell. Okay. Like, um, they didn't make it like super obvious until last week of preseason, but you can kind of tell. Like, okay. they start making plans and meeting with certain players more than others. Like, you can kind of tell. Right. Um, yeah, so I got released from them. Uh, and then spent pretty much the whole 2019, 2020 season unsigned as a free agent. Uh, and then the last week of the 2019, 2020 season, Denver signed me, the Broncos. Okay. And so I spent that last week, the whole off season and the whole preseason with Denver in 2020, okay. same situation there. Yeah. Like four days before game one, yeah. they let me go. But they're but you're getting paid and taken care of. Oh yeah, throughout the oh, whole yeah. thing, and they pay yeah. you like weekly. Yeah, so off season pay uh, is like its own set rate, and then yeah. preseason pay, and then okay. in season. So if you guys like, for those of you wondering, um, like it might seem like when a guy signs an NFL contract, you see like oh one year six hundred thousand, <laughs> like forty six million. They're not getting that yeah. all year round, right? So. NFL contract money is split between the 17 week season. Okay. So outside of those 17 weeks, you're getting off season pay, not your contract money. Okay. So if you have a player that signs a $4 million deal and doesn't make it to the regular season, he sees none of that money. Okay. Right. So it's, it's only in game weeks right. that you get those checks. Gotcha. Um, but like off season pay is like, you're still doing pretty dang good. Yeah. You're not and sure. they're feeding you and all that stuff. Oh, right? yeah. Like you're, you oh, don't yeah. have to. You don't have any expenses. The amenities, like, I mean, they're they're doing your your laundry, oh. feeding you, training you. The medical care is unbelievable, and that's uh, all included. Oh yeah, 
Like, oh yeah. Housing. I mean, it's, you're, you're fine. You know, yeah. That's because I was like, man, cause I, I feel yeah. like you didn't have, cause what we've talked about before, I'm just like, well, you don't really have any, uh, like a car payment. If you, no. if you even had that, no. if you had a car, I guess you would have a car payment. Right. If I, if I enjoyed fancy cars, yeah. like, but so, whatever. All right. Well, that's good. But yeah. And then so uh, now you're with the Broncos. I'm with the Broncos. Kind of same situation off season. Um, preseason through that whole thing yeah. and then same thing four or four days before game one regular season releasing okay almost the exact same scenario happens again so the last week of uh that 2020 season start getting workouts uh and then in the 2021 i think it'd be 2021 22 season okay new england signs me patriots okay. Uh, and then kind of like the exact same situation. New England was a little bit more shorter lived. Um, I went through off-season OTAs, which is off-season activities um, or organized team activities. But it's just like spring ball in high school or college. Right. Um, and then we got through those and then they released me. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like the gist of my NFL career. And then I had gotten to a point where I was like, man, I'm living at home still. 24 years old. I'm seeing a lot of my friends get like success in careers, building up their home careers. Um, it, it's stressful because as a free agent, like it's hard to get a job because I have to tell my boss, Hey, tomorrow I could have to leave. Like, I don't know where I'm going to live tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that third year, I kind of like sat down with my family and like, I kind of ended things on my terms with football. Because you, you basically, you could have kept going. Yeah, yeah. Because you could have just, basically what you're doing is you're waiting around for that Flacco moment. You yeah. Know? Like, you're, <laughs> you know, you're just like, because right? yeah. it's like, okay, well, I could, most likely you were going to get picked up again. Yeah. And then you're, I don't know, are you getting better? Do you think you started yeah. to get, you know, you're getting better, probably getting better at the schemes, getting better at reading stuff, mm -hmm. quicker play or stronger, stuff like that, but. Yeah, I mean, that would be stressful because you're like, okay, well, I went through, here I am living in this city or yeah. town or whatever, and now I'm moving back home and waiting. Yeah. Because you just have to wait, right? You're you just, just got to wait. Because you, like you don't have like a manager. I had an agent, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. So they, the, they're calling around and like yeah. checking. So teams will usually communicate to the agent most of the time. Yeah. Occasionally, like a coach would call me directly, but. The way that they work those off-season workouts, like if a, a coach is interested in a player, they will call you. So here's a, a situation that happened to me. I was working at a gym in Reno, uh, working with young athletes, football, baseball, basketball athletes in the weight room. Yeah, I had a pretty like decent-sized group of kids. Um, but I remember one evening as I was closing up the gym, I got a call from Houston, the Texans. I said, hey, it's Coach So-and-so with the Houston Texans. We want to fly out tomorrow for a workout. So pack your bags, be to the airport. Here's your flight. We bought it. Great. Show up the next morning at like 6 a.m., fly to Houston, and then stay in Houston that night. The next morning, they work you out. They get you to the facility at like 6 a.m. They do some medical work to make sure you're fit to do the workout. Yeah. You do the workout, and then you're home that afternoon. So like, what's a, what's a workout? Like they just run um, through their, their training stuff. Yeah. Or? So like based on your position, they'll have that position coach for that team Yeah. come out to the field. So you go through like obstacles and then little foot drills. Yeah. Like footwork and, and, and 
like they'll run you through plays, run you through some schemes, see how you recognize uh, with your eyes, like different things that teams could run at you, see if you're a fit for the system. But I mean, like it is so quick. So you just have to be ready all the time. All the time. Like, so, but I mean, all but you always, time. were you working out and stuff during that time? Constantly. Right? So yeah, you were always constantly. just staying in shape and ready to go. Right. Okay. But I mean, it's like, hey, we're going to work you out tomorrow. Be yeah. ready. Go to the airport. Sorry, boss. I'm, uh, I'm headed to I'm Texas. Out. So I right. have to have somebody cover for me. And then the next day, they ship you back home. Yeah. Say, hey, we'll give you a call if we need you. And then it's okay. That's yeah. it. Wow. Dude, that's a lot, man. It I mean, is. it's cool. It's cool, but it was it's stressful. Like, yeah, there's definitely stressful. There's no, there's no setting up. There's no yeah. settling in. I guess until yeah. you're, they lock you down. Right. And I guess what's that? Then they, they, you do a contract. Yeah. So your rookie contract, every rookie contract's the same, which is why I think the NIL in college football is off. Like that's a whole different story. But yeah, a rookie contract, awesome. I think, is terrible. They, they haven't solved the issue. No. But so, they're making a lot of money. Normally. And kids are rolling in it. The problem no. was these college athletes couldn't afford to live because they yeah. were making money and they were having their name and likeness used to make money. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the stars on the team are making money. Everyone else is in the same problem. Yeah. They haven't fixed a thing. No. It's just the superstars are rich. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation. I feel like they should take... This is my take on it because I don't know a huge about it. I, I just barely started getting into the portal thing, and we'll come back to your. Well, you're there. We're kind of. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, rabbit hole it off, whatever. Uh, so the portal thing, going to a different school, and yeah. all that stuff, whatever. But then the, the nil, to where now they're. I, I mean these these dudes were getting paid and getting stuff oh, under the table. It's unbelievable. They made money. They're now they made it just. It's in the open. Yeah. Like now you can just do it freely. It's a lot of money too. And it's, so here's the thing. Here's what I think should happen. Cause it's team, it's team sport. It's team. Yeah. Right. Like those, those superstars, I mean, say like, what, what is it? Colorado? Buffalo? Yeah. You know, I mean, Dion prime, he, yeah. he's a stud. Like he's doing good things for yeah. sure. Uh, and just, just the way he talks, you know, I mean, he's, he's a faith driven guy too, which oh, yeah. is super cool. But, uh, he brought a lot of attention to that. He brought mm-hmm. a lot of attention to his boys. You know, his kid, yeah. Hunter, that, that uh, kid plays both ways. I think he's a cornerback and a receiver, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's a stud. He's a stud. Now, those three guys, his kid that's cornerback yeah. and then the quarterback. They've got then, a, a receiver that also plays cornerback as well. Yeah, so put those four guys Trying against 11 guys. They're still not going to win. No. You know they, what I mean? They didn't. Sorry. You, you, you have to have yeah. 11. I th- so I, what I think is you take you take the the NIL money because them dudes is real. They were saying like, yeah, what's the kid? What's the quarterback? His first name Sh- Shiloh 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 Sanders. Oh yeah, I know you're talking. About. Is that his name? Isn't it Shiloh Shiloh? Something like that. Shiloh Shiloh. I'm bad with names. Somewhere like that. So long term, but. They said he like made like four million dollars yeah. or something in the NIL with all this the sponsor stuff he's getting. Yeah. So this is my thought on it that might help. I don't know how they would do. You would disperse that out to the whole team. I agree. I I think they could literally make it a team um, income situation, yeah, and like then it gets dispersed. Like this team made this much, yeah. they can split that up. And it doesn't matter. These guys be like, oh, well, that's my money. And it's like. 
but you're only as good because of as your teammate. Yeah. Like you could you could go out there and throw a football around all you want. I mean, right. look when your line didn't hold up when they played UCLA. Right. The Shyla or whatever, the quarterback got sacked like seven yeah. or eight times. Right. I mean, you looked like ass. <laughs> so should we should we not blame it on the linemen? Should we now? Right. Like, should we should we since you played so terrible and you looked crappy, should we take the money back? Right. You it's, know, it's I mean, it's so yeah. so I I see where they're going to be like a lot of a selfish part of it will be like, oh no, I'm making this money. Yeah. But I think it should be adjusted to where it does go to the team because yeah, you got those linemen or those guys that aren't the big stars that aren't they are not loud and not. not you know some of them some of them I, I feel like when you watch them they're looking for something yeah. they're looking for the for the clicks or for the for the social media so they're yeah. acting out. Like some of those kids that you see in college that I feel like could be that are good players. Yeah. And then they don't show up to meetings. They don't act out. They act out because they get this attention. Yeah. And so now they're like, okay, well, I'm getting social media. I'm getting attention. I might be able to get me some NIL money. Yeah. I think a lot of those guys are good enough, too, to get away with a lot of the shenanigans. So there are some coaches out there that's like, if you're acting out or not doing what the team rules entail, like you're benched. Oh yeah, that's uh, well, that's how Buffalo. They got that series. If you ever go on there and, and watch Coach Prime, it's on Prime. Yeah, yeah. Second, he flat out them guys. One guy didn't make a. He's like, oh, I didn't put, t- I didn't spend time, I didn't put time in for my for on this his meeting or his film or, something. or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, they made him go run through drills. Yeah, just like miserable drills because he was supposed to be at something. Didn't go to it, and then uh, we're basically going out and talking about cutting him. And he's good, yeah. but they're like, "Dude, we don't put up with this shit." It's good, but it's also I. That's where I think that he's act. He's not like he's good, but like, why not be act out? Because he just got some screen time, right? He more, made more himself, clicks. Yeah. yeah, I made it made himself out there, so maybe he'll get a sponsor. So I think a lot of them will start looking for that yeah. stuff. But I think it should be, you know, I'm not saying all of it. Right. Take a percentage of it and put it to the team. Yeah. So those other kids that aren't doing that stuff, they're not still living in poverty and still barely getting by. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's also an issue of like a quarterback of a big school can make $2 million in college and he can only make half a million in the NFL. Yeah. Why would you go? And I think on that sense is not a bad thing because it keeps him in college longer. Right, right, right. But you're also now taking away because I thought at first when it was first coming, I was like, "Oh, that's a good idea," because it keeps them in college longer, they mature more, and then when they go to the NFL, get that money, yeah, then they they're ready for. Because I feel like a lot of the time they go to the NFL, they leave college super early uh-huh. to go get that money, mm-hmm. and then they're not ready for it. No, it's... and then they have like a complete. Real life hits you. Antonio yeah. Brown situation <laughs> where you just like go off the deep end. Yeah. You just, I feel like it's just a maturity and they're not ready for it. Now they can get yeah. whatever they want. They have the money for whatever they want. And they just, it's crazy how they act. So, but now you're, you've, you've gone too far. Because now you're far, in college. Yeah. You're still young. You're 19, 20 years old and you're getting $4 million. Yeah. Like, Transfer portal's a mess. And then you act, they, you wonder why they act out. They're like just a bunch of spoiled little brats mm-hmm. and go lose their asses, you know, off because, or they just transfer to somewhere else because yeah. they're, you know, whatever. But. So 
That was a little rabbit hole went down. You're welcome. Uh, now you then, so you pulled away from, you got your stressful, you, you decided to part ways. And so now you're teaching. Yep. Yeah. So now teaching little, going into, you got more of a life now. Yeah. Teaching came a little bit after I had like, I always make the joke that I retract retired at 23. Yeah. Perfect. I think it's pretty funny. I like it. Uh, I mean, why not? Yeah. Hey, uh, right. If I could. Uh, so I, I ran that program with those kids, um, in the gym for like a year. Okay. Really loved it. Um, like kind of the hard part about running a program like that is in the times of the year when kids are out of school, you can crush. Like it's great. Yeah. When kids get in school, you start to see like traffic in the gym start to fall. Is it just because right? they're, they're getting into so much more activity? Exactly. Right. This is not anything you can change. Like it's yeah. just the way that the school year works for kids. Um, yeah, because I know like my daughter, well, ballet goes all, all the time, but she got into ballet and it is consumed oh, yeah. my life. Oh, yeah. And I have one kid. Yeah. I can only imagine what people go through having multiple yeah. kids in like different sports and travel ball and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to like keep these these kids into this program and I yeah. get a hold of the parents and they're just like, I'm sorry, we don't have time. Like we have to be in this sport. It's like, okay, I'll see you when it's over. Yeah. But for those certain times of the year, it got pretty tough. Um, interestingly enough, the strength coach I had in high school was still there by the time I was at this point in my life, like running this gym program and called me. He was like, hey, I'm retiring next year. This is my last year. I know we're going to be looking for some people on staff. You should start coming to the school, shadowing me, um, like subbing for a few classes, see how you like it. Yeah. I know they'd love, you, love to have you back at the school. And I was like, oh, heck yeah. So I started doing that. I was kind of a full-time sub for that whole year. Uh, and then the following year, the the high school hired me on full time as a teacher and coach, which is oh, I love it. That's cool. It's so fun, yeah. Teaching our youth not to be a bunch of whiny bitches. That's right. That's what I tell my, right. girl, my daughter sometimes. Like, listen, it's not all unicorns and and butterflies. No, you know, and the, world, the real world is is a little yeah, ruthless. Little friends crying and stuff <laughs> like that. They need to buck up. Yeah, it's like. Okay. No, it's good. So, she, so hopefully she's not. Yeah, I don't know. No snowflakes. She no, she's it up, but, she's great. Uh, yeah, I feel like she's doing. She good. impresses me all the time. Good. Yeah. That's what we like. So, uh, all right, you, uh, you're, but now you're like in your, you've gone, you've come back to reality. You're now you're, uh, you got a girlfriend. Yeah. Fiance. Yep. I don't know what. You, what girlfriend you? still. Still. Yeah. Okay. Four Where years. are you at on that situation? Four years. Does she listen to this? Uh, maybe this one. Okay. <laughs> So, I'm because I'm on it. <laughs> so uh and it's her name is Addison. So Addison, uh we better I guess then we'll have to be careful what we're gonna talk about if she's right. gonna listen to this one. Because <laughs> we're pushing four years now. Yeah. Uh you have not popped the question. No, we're we're living together. Got a home got a home together. Um yeah, everything's been good. I mean, we're kind of like both in a time of like getting our career set. Yeah, because you, like, so you, you're still young. Yeah. You're not even 30 yet? 26. Yeah. <laughs> I've done some things in my young so life, though, crazy. which is awesome. You yeah. retired at 23. Yeah. Now 26. Now 26. So, uh, all right. So then our next step is we're going to be you're gonna be popping the question. Uh, oh, okay, maybe. All right. Never know. You don't. <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. I feel nervous now because I don't want to get you in trouble. 
if she's going to listen to oh, it. Oh, no, no such thing. She knows. Uh, so, and then, and then I'm sure you guys want kids. She uh, want kids. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Like when you're like 30. Yeah. So you got like a few more years. I love the thought of having like kids of my own. And, Little cross yeah. goblins running around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, so, yeah. Do you want multiple? I'd like two. Okay. Yeah. How many does she want? Uh, I mean, she's the one that's got to push right. them out. So I guess I'd say, I don't know, probably the same. She probably wants like five, maybe six. It's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> they do it. It's a lot. I grew up Mormon in Mormonville, bro. They there's people that have like nine. Oh yeah. I think Tosh's family. I think on her uh, dad's side, there's like eleven or something. Oh wow. I don't even know. I don't even know how that's even possible. I had a I had a teammate. Uh, when I was playing, he had he had seven kids. Dude, I'm like, how are you playing this sport with seven kids? Yeah, dude, like Philip Rivers, man. Yeah, I got the chance to play with uh, Fitzpatrick. Oh, okay, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, you see him on Monday Thursday night. He has a huge family. Yeah, really. Oh man, a lot of kids. No kid. You know how he's got all those nicknames and stuff too. Fitz Magic. Yeah. Fitz. He, all of them have jerseys that they wore on game days with his yeah. different nicknames Little on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. He's a funny dude. Awesome, yeah. Um, yeah, I have one. And I don't... You know what's funny is that Tosh and I never even thought about uh, more. Really? Not really. Didn't really talk about it. It was just kind of like that thing. She didn't... First, she didn't... She grew up in a rough life. And so, uh, she didn't even want to have kids. Oh, really? She was just like... She thought she was going to be like a, a bad mom or something. Because just how she was raised. Yeah. She was like, no, this ain't my thing. The thing that's good, like she was aware of it. Oh yeah, like she knew it was bad. So that's, I, that's basically, I won't want to say. I feel like if I say like I forced her or made her, <laughs> like that comes across bad. Yeah, like it's right kind of rapey. Yeah, so I, yeah, I you gotta say, be careful. Yeah, I don't want to say it like yeah. that. Uh, but no, I, you know, it was like I was like, uh, you're gonna be great. Like it's gonna be awesome. Like you don't have to be. Uh, you can be your own mom. Like you don't have to do a how it was your how you were raised or right. raised or how people treated you in life like be different change that change that pattern you know or whatever right and she's like the greatest mom ever you know she's, she's absolutely super, yeah it's crazy so but yeah so uh boy or girl you don't care healthy that's what they always say whatever god wants that's it that's how i look mm-hmm. at it and when people are like oh you have another one you see you can have a boy and well no whatever happens yeah I, we had one and then she was, now she's too old to even, yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm too old. It'll happen the way it's supposed to. But we did it at 30. Yeah. I talked about the spreadsheet. <laughs> so I'm sure of it. <laughs> she says no. But Still planning everything out. It was probably on, yeah, it was probably on like a thumb drive. Oh, yeah. See how did that work. Calendars. Yeah, this is the time when we got to do it, not do it. To the second. Yeah. Because, oh, you know, Go. I'll be lady. Go. I was like, I was basically just a piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> so... That could happen. Yeah, it might happen to you guys too when it comes down. But don't don't feel bad for it. Oh, I it happens. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's not. You're just like you're just there, like a machine that yeah. they're firing up <laughs> and then send you on your way. There's, 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 uh, I'm just pre-warning you before. And when they have them, they're not pretty. They're ugly. Babies are ugly when they first come. Yeah, out. I got two little nieces. Did you see them? That out? I was there. No, but I was there for. In the hospital. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you kind of see it. They're, yeah. they're a mess. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm just like, boy. Everybody's oh, like, oh, yeah. they're precious. I'm like, that is hideous. 
Like, what is that? Are they supposed to be that color? What do you mean? What is that on there? Yeah. They're all slimy. Their heads I was jaundiced as a kid, too. I was, all, I was all yellow. Sticky yeah. in a light. Yeah. Well, see, you know what? It's funny. They probably put you in like a little incubator. Yeah. Like, like in my day, dude. They had to get an extra large one. <laughs> yeah. We already talked about your tiny high school days. So you were. You I went through waves. 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 Melon. They probably had to get a big old beanie. It's all adult size. I do have a melon <laughs> on me, dude. <laughs> I mean, you got hair, too. So that well, makes it. That's nice it's, for you. I mean. But she's big. We can see it from the side. It's got that. Can you see that? Angle. It's got it, dude. It's a good looking. It's I bet you look pretty good bald. You ever shaved it? No, no. Forehead's not. too big. No, that's not a thing. I think it is. Okay. Well, does does your whole head become forehead though? Yeah. It's just mine's, one. Mine's basically. There's no end to it. Yeah. You just have I mean, a I forehead. Just have a head. There's no more four on it. It's just heads. That's <laughs> uh, because, like, I think when I was growing out of my hair. Uh, yeah, because that's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. it's science, dude. <laughs> so, I think as it went, like you know, they say like you got like a a forehead, yeah, like the four fingers, and then it like ended up being and a then six, so like eight, and then head. An eight, and yeah, then it just kind of rolled itself. It's back. Like I would kind of comb it forward, like take the hair, and not really like a comb over. You but tried to cover it with no, your no. hairdo. <laughs> yeah, you did. I know. You. As it as it was. As it was going back, it was just like Pull the hairstyle, like how yours is forward. Yeah. You know, and you got, I would just kind of like. You were trying to, you were just trying just to hide it. Well, it looked like I was kind of going with the Russell Crowe look on Gladiator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Except it started getting receding. <laughs> <laughs> Every day it's going back a little yeah, bit. Yeah. It's funny because people ask me, they'll be like, dude, when did you lose your hair? Did you lose it when you were young? And I was like. No, I mean, it was definitely after I graduated. Yeah. But I remember there was kids in high school. I was my brother's year. I was a freshman. And there was a couple guys that were, because I was a freshman when they were senior, when he was a senior. And I remember a couple dudes and his one guy, especially, I don't remember his name, but he was blonde. That dude was almost bald. <laughs> he was high school senior. Transparent bald. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. it was full on receding. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it, she was gone. She was gone. It just happens that way sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So all right. Well, then we're on that next stage in your life to yeah. Uh, yeah and you're doing we do CrossFit okay. together. Yeah. He still lives in Reno, of course, because he's doing school. But he comes down and CrossFits up with us. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, that's become a big part of my life too. Yeah. Yeah. You're strong, strong mofo for sure. Yeah, I just couldn't like get rid of that athlete portion yeah. of my life like i had to have something yeah i and agree i remember the f the first time i ever did crossfit i had just gotten home from new england and my buddy that i was working with at the gym did crossfit and i always used to give him so much flack about doing crossfit oh that's dumb dude yeah. like what are you ever gonna do whatever you know what yeah. i mean okay. i just gave him a whole bunch of like we all do crap for it all the time yeah. um and he, one day he was like hey I'm going to go train with this guy in Fallon. Okay. His name's Sean Sweeney. You should come train with us. Yeah. And I was like, I had just come off of an NFL roster. All yeah. You big house. Like, just the big, I was like, dark. dude, I can work out with anybody. I will serve. I'll be fine. <laughs> and this was when Sean was prepping for the 20, uh, I don't know which game season it was, but anyway, he was training for the games. Yeah. He's in game shape. I remember I showed up to that gym. I could have sworn I needed a wheelchair to get out of there. Oh, yeah. I was 
annihilated. Yeah, I was probably there up in front of you finishing. Probably. I mean, I was a good 240 at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just hefty. <laughs> just, just no endurance to my body There's whatsoever. Nothing. You were used to going like 13 seconds at a time. Not even that. And then, <laughs> then shutting her down. About eight, eight seconds, yeah. about 10 minutes of rest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, we, we get done with the warm-up. And I'm already having to be shoveled off the floor. Yeah. And then we get into the workout and then the strength piece and another workout. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. But I will say the day I drove home from that workout, I was like, I like that stuff. You drank the Kool-Aid. This is cool. And so a few months later, I was doing my first ever CrossFit competition in Reno and Sweeney showed up. He was there coaching some of the crew that was there competing or whatever. was like, you should start coming out and training with us. Like, it'd be fun. Which which competition was that? Uh, was that the Battlegrounds? No, it was at Powerhouse. So it was the oh, Gorilla Games. Okay. Yeah. It was fun, and I was like, had no clue what I was doing. I think Tashi did that one. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, man, I was just like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. He was like, hop on the Cowboy Way. And I was like, okay. I was doing, like, HWPO. Shout out. Something. Yeah, shout out. Cowboy Way. Cowboy um, Way athlete. Sean Sweeney. But ever, ever since then, just getting coached with... By Sweeney and crushing it. I mean, I, it's become like as much time as I put into football, like I'm doing the same with CrossFit now. Yeah. Like it's become like that. Oh, yeah. It's replaced. I think, that, right? I think it's funny because as you come, when you come out of sports and stuff, and, and this isn't for, this isn't always the case on and everybody. I mean, you can't say that, that everybody's that way. But when you come out of the, like the sport, or that like workout, that ethic, that that kind of working out, yeah, ethic that you have, and that that pushing yourself. Which I mean, you just have to have some. I don't even know, dude. Something weird with yourself. Something, some yeah. views somewhere, especially like CrossFit. Like to do CrossFit, Oof. to push yourself to that pain cave that that hurt. Because I remember when you first got on, like <laughs> when you first started, you didn't want to go there. No, that was your that was your Achilles heel. It was like you're super strong, for sure. The, probably the strongest guy in the gym. Yeah, most everything when it comes to weight. Uh but your ass when it came to like oh. pushing into that cardiovascular hurt, hurt cave. I used to get gotten way better at for sure. But I remember I used to get tired. I remember so fast. talking to Sweeney about that too, and I was like, he's like, oh, he'd be good. I go, yeah, we just got to get him past that mental part. Yeah. Of being un, extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's that's where it's like you have to have something. I feel like you have some. There's certain people that have that in them. Because oh, like, yeah. I was just talking about a guy at the firehouse. We were talking about it. And he's like, I don't. He goes, I know I need to lose weight and I need to get in good shape. His wife's a runner. She loves running. I'm yeah. like, I hate it. I hate it. We were yeah. talking about running. And he's like, I go, people used to tell me that all the time. Be like. Oh yeah, we're getting. Uh, you do some five Ks, you'll get the runners itch or whatever. And I've done them, and I'm like, I still don't like. Them. No, I still don't like to run. I can run. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So he was talking about that, and so his wife's like skinny, in shape, runs all the time, does like half marathons, gonna train for some marathon. Yeah. Like a whole thing, and he's just. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening, bro, you know who I'm talking about, and he's fat. Yeah. And he's out of shape. And it's like he's throwing out his back, his knees hurt. And I'm like, yeah, because you're like 60 pounds overweight, <laughs> bro. So 
he was saying, I just don't have it. He's like, I, he goes, you like, he goes, you, you just have to do it. Like you go and you do it. Yeah. It's your thing. Like, Everybody's got it. I don't like missing. I don't like, I says, that's a tone. I go, I just, I go, it's part of my life now. Like that's, I just, he goes, I don't got it. I don't like to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's well, cause you don't do it. And so it keeps you in that yeah. lazy state. I feel. I even have like friends that'll come and train with us on a random day. Like, oh, I'll come work out with you guys. And like the workout won't end up going their way or like something will happen that they don't like or don't enjoy. And they're like, I don't know if like I could ever be up where you guys are at. And I'm like, dude, I spent a year, a full year. Now I'm working on two years of like just getting into the hurt every single day. Yeah. Like you can't just like the first couple of times ain't going to no move the needle too much. No. And you got to right. get, you find out to get into that uncomfortableness, but it's like controlled chaos. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like controlling the hurt. I've, I've, yeah. Go. You can definitely redline it and just be, and then you're like, well. Yeah. You learn to control yourself when you get into that pain. Oh, yeah. Pacing. Pacing. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so it's, it was funny because he was just talking, he was talking about that. And so it, it as it, we were talking about it, I made me of that because he's just like, no. But I, I think there's, there's certain like my, like Vinny. Uh, you know, he was, he wasn't big into sports and we've talked about it on the other part on the different episodes. No. Uh, he played tennis for a little bit. I think he was, I think he maybe did football his freshman year. Maybe. Yeah. And I, I don't even think it was much into anything there. Um, that's all he did. And he played, but he wasn't ever in like, never got into weightlifting and nothing yeah. like that. And then, uh, you know, got married, had kids, all that stuff. And he was fat and sorry, man, but he was, dude, he was like, he was big. There's a picture that I tell, dude, it looks like you've been eating babies, bro. Like there's one, he's standing there. His arms are all like, they stick out because he's like, he's got these man titties. He's got this big old gut. He's got a, he's wearing a gray shirt. I can still picture it. And it is just tight to where it holds off the belly. Like if you were, so his belly would be sticking out because the shirt doesn't lay down and touch his pants. Oh, yeah. You know, it's pushed out like that. Got that gap. So he was like, but he was heavier than I was. And he's only like 5'9". He was so a lot shorter. Yeah. Yeah. And he was he weighed more than I did at, at a certain point in time. And I was just like, bro. So he got into CrossFit and he started... Like from me talking to him and then just hit him up. And yeah. He worked on his diet and stuff like that. But dude, dude coaches now. He's a, you know, he's cross. Oh, he coach. coaches he now. He coaches in the morning. Yeah. He's been doing it for like two years. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So he gets up and he gets up like ass crack early because he coaches the, no, let's see. He works out at five and coaches the six. Okay. So he goes in to work out so he can get his workout done. So he's getting two hours in the gym in the yeah. morning and then yeah. goes and to the packages goes home and, stuff. and he gets ready and stuff because he, he drives for UPS so he doesn't have to be to work till. I think he has to leave at like 9.30 or something. Oh, really? Because they, yeah, they start, they start, they have that because the morning, the loaders yeah. load their trucks up and stuff. But yeah, dude. Well, hey, man. I mean, I think this went well. Yeah. You got anything else you want to roll on? No, man. I mean, God bless. Thank yeah. you for having me. Dude, been, I think a blast. thanks for coming on. We'll yeah. get you on. Uh, Benny was bummed because he didn't want to come. He's like, oh, man, I want to be on there with him. And so I, I know. 
we'll have to do another one. That goes, but yeah, yeah, we'll bring. I want to kind of get like a group. I think I can do like four or something. That'd be fun. This setup, if we had like a but round get, table, yeah, I that'd be a blast. Get, get a couple more mics. I got to try to get some, get some sponsors or something. Just yeah. dumping money into this. Thing. <laughs> hey, shout mic mic companies, reach out. Well, yeah, hit us up. I tried to get somebody to get a mixer, but. Tori tried to help me out on that one too. Yeah. That one fell through. Yeah. Makes a lot Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to mix any names. Starts with the L, ends with the E. No. She was it. Yeah, it was funny what she's talking about. But yeah, dude. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. Um and yeah, happy new year, guys. Happy new year. God bless. Uh be safe. And uh thanks again, Wes. Later. All right, later, bud.